Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Greater Greener Georgia. We're so excited to have you back and listening. Yes, welcome back. It's been a wild couple of weeks with the election coming up. And so if you're listening to this on November 4th, the day we're releasing it, you still have time to get out and vote early until 7 p.m. tonight. Yeah, so maybe stop listening right now, like pause it. (laughs) <laughs> go to your voting location, your early voting and and get in line and do some voting and then come back and listen to the episode, I guess, yeah. <laughs> afterwards. Or if you miss it, you still have time to vote on Election Day, November 8th. And we'll tell you a little bit more about that after our super special interview. And so getting into this episode for this week, we got the chance to talk with State Senator Dr. Michelle Au. She is super, super cool. It was amazing to talk to her. Um, Just a little bit of background. She is a second generation Chinese American who grew up in New York City, went to medical school at Columbia University. She met her husband there and they decided to move down to Atlanta for better career opportunities where they now live with their three kids. And like many families with young children, they decided to move to Johns Creek to put down roots because of its diverse community, excellent public schools and super friendly neighborhoods. And in 2020, Senator Au decided to run for the state Senate after realizing that Georgians needed much more help when before they even showed up in her operating room. And so she wanted to help to make a change right from the state capitol. And it was really cool getting the chance to get to learn about Dr. Au. And so let's listen to the full interview. I'm uh, Dr. Michelle Au. I'm a practicing physician here in Metro Atlanta. And I'm also the current sitting state senator for Senate District 48, which at present covers um, parts of North Fulton and Gwinnett counties. I'm currently running for House District 50, which I'm going to explain a little bit why um, why that is happening. Obviously, in the last session, we went through a period called redistricting, which happens about every 10 years in every state, where the goal is to look at the census, which we do uh, once a decade, and uh, aim to rebalance our electoral map so that each district has roughly the same number of voters in it, uh, same number of residents in it. Um, Obviously that's the mathematics of redistricting. Uh, What ends up happening often in states like Georgia is that the um, political majority tends to use this as an excuse or a reason to be able to shore up their electoral advantages for the next 10 years. So in that process, they redrew the district I currently represent, which is Senate District 48, into a much more conservative district, um, making it really quite difficult for a Democrat to retain that seat, which was the goal, right? Uh, Luckily, House District 50, which is uh, the House district that's nested within my Senate district, uh, is an open seat. Uh, My predecessor, Angelica Kausch, uh, is retiring, so she's not rerunning for that seat. So I am running for that open house seat. It really gives me a chance to continue doing the work that I have been doing and to continue representing the district that I live in. Yeah, well, that's great. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I remember when you were running two years ago, are you the first Asian American woman to serve in the state Senate or amongst the first? Yes, I am the first Asian American woman to be elected to the Georgia State Senate, which seems almost a little bit crazy because, uh, you know, it's been you know, more than 200 years. So it almost seems uh, difficult to believe that I would be the first, but I think the important thing to focus on now is that I will not be the last. Definitely. Yeah. And that's really amazing. And so obviously you're an endorsed candidate of Georgia conservation voters. And so I wanted to um, get the chance to just ask you about your environmental policy plans, uh, either things that you've been pushing for as a state senator or what you'd like to do when you're elected to the House. Certainly. So um, 
I really appreciate the, the support of uh, Georgia conservation voters. Um, this area in particular, my state Senate district and the House district for which I'm running, is very focused on a conservation issues and on you know really looking forward to the future of Georgia, not just in terms of immediate issues, but in terms of creating a world that we want for our children. And that includes a lot of uh, conservation related issues. Some of the issues I've worked on in the state Senate so far since I've been here have a lot been to do with uh, um, protection of uh, protected lands, uh, continuing the uh, tax benefits for conservation of protected lands, including the Okefenokee Swamp, these types of things. But one thing in particular that I wanna talk about that people don't always think of as a conservation issue has to do with um, transit and in specific mass transit, okay? I live in Johns Creek, which is um, one of the suburbs, rapidly developing suburbs northeast of Atlanta. And one of the things that people often complain about uh, to me and to everyone is traffic, right? Like this is a huge issue in Atlanta, traffic. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, I guess this is a good problem to have because it shows that a lot of people do want to live in North Fulton, that it's a rapidly developing area. But of course, with more people comes more cars and with more cars comes more traffic, right? One of the things that I would like to continue to look at, and this is a big long-term project, but I think that this type of problem deserves big thinking and a big imagination, is further developing our mass transit system out here in Atlanta. I grew up in uh, Manhattan, in New York City, and obviously Manhattan has a very well-developed mass transit system, sort of um, by necessity, right, because it's a very dense area. But uh, this comes with a lot of benefits, right, because people can live in all sorts of places and be able to get to work without having to deal with traffic. And it's a very good economical way to um, allow people to travel freely within a dense area, right? The mass transit in Atlanta and in the Atlanta metro area is much less robust. I think all of us can see that. I remember when I first moved here, I was still taking MARTA because I was so used to using, you know, a subway system or a mass transit system to get to work that it really is only, or, you know, oriented in two ordinal directions or four, if you want to say it that way. Um, and, and it really doesn't cover a lot of area. And a lot of people find it inconvenient to use because it actually doesn't come to their areas where they work or where they live. So thinking long-term, I would like to extend mass transit further out to um, beyond just Atlanta in its immediacy, but out to the suburbs so that people who live in districts like mine can um, find it easier to get to work, especially if they work in the city. And this is, I think, something that obviously has a huge economic benefit for many of us, but also has a huge ecological benefit because we want to have um, less, uh, you know, fossil fuel using uh, gas-based solutions to transport and have uh, cleaner, more sustainable solutions to getting people where they need to go. Yeah, public transport is definitely an environmental issue and one that we are very passionate about here at GCV as well. We're fighting a lot for um, the electrification of school buses and um, less dependency on car use and stuff like that. And on a personal note, I grew up in a suburb of New York City, so I'm right there with you on the lack of public transportation down here. Um, and, and just to mention it, because uh, this is such an important issue in Georgia, and just to connect it back to an economic piece, you know, Georgia, I think, is really positioning itself to be a leader in the southeast and maybe even in the country mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, um, 
sort of clean energy, right? And this is a move that's been championed by Democrats and Republicans alike, which I think mm -hmm. is great, right? Because it really is the future of business in Georgia. And it's something that we have been doing and have been doing well and are continuing to grow, right? So I think this goes right in line with that piece that if we want to be a clean energy capital in the country, that this is part of how we become that, not just by making the materials and infrastructure that clean energy um, can provide, but also building other structures that champion the cause of clean energy, right? And I think that's a way of um, leading by example. Definitely. Um, and so my next question for you is, uh, whether it's environmental issues or anything else, what would you say is your biggest priority for when you're elected? I know it's hard, but if you were to choose just like one issue that's like your most passionate issue as a politician, um, what do you care most about? Sure. So I'm going to zoom out a little bit because the reason I ran for office really informs this answer. Yeah. So I'm a physician, right? And I ran for office because very early on in anyone's medical career, and I mean early on as med school, what you realize is that a lot of the issues that make our patients unhealthy and make our communities sick are really outside our ability to address by the time they get to us, right? At the bedside, it's only possible to fix some things, but not fix the upstream issues that made them unhealthy in the first place, right? In the public health sphere, we call these the social determinants of health, right? And they go beyond just things like insurance access or the cost of medications, but really bigger things like um, public safety, access to quality education, um, economic opportunity, all these things, right? Feed into the health of the community. So globally speaking, the reason I ran for office and my top priority in staying in office is to increase access to and increase the quality of healthcare delivery in the state of Georgia. In specific, one very concrete issue is that Georgia is one of the sickest states in the nation. And part of that stems from the fact that it is one of only 12 states in the nation that have still refused to expand Medicaid fully under the provisions of the Affordable Care Act, right? And this leads to a lot of uh, economic pain for, for patients and for residents of Georgia, because when you have a very high uninsurance rate, you have a sicker community and you we all, whether we have private insurance or not, bear the costs of uh, an unhealthy community um, in the premiums we pay and in our ability to get care for ourselves, right? So in terms of moving forward, in terms of a concrete plan, the easiest and most straightforward thing that I think that we can probably bring people around to from an economic standpoint is the ability to fully expand Medicaid under the ACA. Yeah, I mean, I could not agree with you more. That's definitely um, would help out Georgians so much. And it's really cool to hear it like it, with your medical background like a lot of people are obviously very passionate about expanding Medicaid, but you're really like in the forefront of that as a doctor. Um, and so to kind of end on a more lighter note so that, uh, you know, we get to know a little bit more personal side of you too. I'm asking all the candidates who are interviewing, what is your favorite outdoor spot in Georgia or a place to kind of explore around the state? One place I really like to go to, I'm not like, you know, like I said, I grew up in New York City, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't like a super outdoorsy kid because I lived in the middle of a city, right? Yeah. One of the things I really like about Georgia since I've lived here and I've lived here for more than 14 years, right? Is how accessible it is to get to really quality outdoor locations even when you live right in the middle of the city, right? And I, when I first moved to Atlanta, I actually lived in Midtown for quite a number of years, right? So just um, the accessibility mm -hmm. of our outdoor recreation is really notable to me. And it's um, so many beautiful spots, but one place that I do like to go to, and I like to bring my kids here, is a Sweetwater Creek has a great hiking trail. It has like many choices of hiking trails. So if you're not like a super, you know, 
hiking enthusiasts where you want to do the hardest trail, they have easier trails and there's a lot of interest there, especially if you're hiking with kids, because kids will say, why do we have to do this? This is so super boring. Why do I have to look at trees? Sweetwater Creek is a great trail because it's right along the water. So it's very quick to get to the, you know, like the cool part of the hike. Yeah. And kids can climb on the rocks across the creek, get into the water, you know, depending on the season and depending on how recently it's rained, you can definitely uh, wade in there. And it's just a great fun day outing. It's only about an hour away. So uh, that's, that's where I always tell people to go when they're looking for a good hiking spot. That's awesome. I've been meaning to check that out, actually. I haven't gotten a chance to go there. Oh, um, definitely should. And there's like an old like cotton mill on the creek. So it's like an old historic site. I think they filmed part of like the Hunger Games or some film oh, cool. there, as it was supposed to be like, you know, some shelled out, you know, right. whatever factory. But it is it is really cool. And it is if you go now, like go this weekend. Well, maybe you'll be working on uh, canvassing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but next weekend, you should definitely go because the, the foliage is beautiful right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and so, yeah, speaking of this weekend, so by the time this podcast comes out, uh, it's going to be the Friday before the election. So there will be no more early voting, just election day. And so I want to give you the chance here to kind of promote yourself. How can people come out uh, one last time to help you out this weekend? And uh, where can people learn more about you, like your website or social media or anything like that? Yeah, you're right that by the time this podcast comes out, it will be Friday. So, you know, Friday early voting goes all the way up until 7 p.m. So depending mm -hmm. on what time this podcast comes out, you still may have time to squeak in some early voting. Yeah, depending on do, when they listen. <laughs> right, exactly, which I do strongly recommend because it's just, um, first of all, the lines are probably going to be shorter. And secondly, the good thing about early voting is you can vote in any polling place within your county of residence, as opposed to election day, where you have to go to a very specific pre predetermined polling place and some of those change, right? So I wanna make sure that people check which polling place is theirs before they go to vote on election day. But if you early vote, you can go to any polling place within your county of residence. So that's that's a real good plus. The weekend leading up to election day is gonna be quite busy for most campaigns because we realize that especially with a midterm election where it's usually though not, maybe not in Georgia, but oftentimes it is a lower turnout um, election than a presidential year. The turnout is everything, right? And elections are determined by the people who show up, right? So if our folks, our candidates, our voters show up, then we're gonna win, right? So that last weekend is really gonna be motivating people to come out and vote if they haven't voted already. I would encourage people to go to my website, which is ow4ga.com. And I'm gonna spell that because my last name is a little unusual and it always trips people up. So it's A-U-F-O-R-G-A, G-A meaning Georgia. Dot com and there is um, a link on the side if you want to join team out that's the name of the tab that you can sign up for a lot of volunteer opportunities we are doing some canvassing this last weekend and doing a couple of events so I encourage people to go there and sign up and learn more about our campaign so you can uh, plug in and um, help get out the vote in these critical last few days. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. It's been so awesome talking to you and getting to know you. And best of luck with this last weekend and on election day, we'll be watching closely. Um, and we're really cheering you on. Um, thank you so, so yeah, much. thank you so much for taking the time. Of course. And I appreciate your support through my first campaign and this current campaign. It's meant a lot to me, especially given um, the fact that I have three kids. And I really want to make sure that uh, these issues remain at the forefront not just for all of us in our community, but for them in specific. Thanks again to Senator Al for taking the time to talk with us and make sure you vote on election day if you have missed early voting.
Yes, polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Tuesday, November 8th. And you can find your polling place by going to this website. It's mvp.sos.ga.gov or just Google, where do I vote Georgia or whatever state you live in actually. Uh, but if you're on that Georgia MVP website, you're gonna type in your information on the right hand of the screen, click my voting location on the top blue bar of that page, and then it'll pop right up. And that's where you have to go vote on election day. Yeah, and remember, and if you're in line before 7 p.m., um, you can stay in line no matter how long it takes. Um, your vote is important and needs to be counted in this election. It's a really big midterm election, and we're really excited about it. So make sure you go vote and and make your voice heard. And we actually have a great ballot guide, too, in case you need some help figuring out who you want to vote for. Uh, head over to our website and our social media. It's called Branch. And uh, you can even look at it while you're in line and figure out who exactly represents you best and who you want to vote for this year. And so thanks for exercising your right to vote. And thanks for tuning into this episode of Greater Greener Georgia. We'll see you again in two weeks. Bye.